0: Hi. This is Carrie. Most people think listening is not a skill, but something that comes naturally. Th- they're wrong. Okay, it's absolutely not the case. It is a skill. It's something that people need to work on significantly. They need to there's so much that you can do to make your listening skills better. And and I've taught this in courses. So hopefully in this podcast episode I can give you some important tips to improve your listening skills. However, <laughs> however I want to give you a big caveat. on my first date with my wife, she said the best thing about me was that I was a great listener. I'm actually a horrible listener. I've probably gotten worse over time. I like talking, as you can tell from my podcasts, but I need to listen more, listen better, listen more attentively. I am trying to get better at it. It's funny, you know, because I actually taught a college communication class where I spent a significant amount of my time in that class teaching effective listening skills active listening skills. What this tells you is sometimes teachers aren't the best at following their own directions, and and you've seen it. So I'm an example. I'm sorry. But so what I'm going to do now, I'm going to talk to you about active listening. That's the key to being a good listener. This means that you have to focus on what the speaker is saying and actively involve yourself in the listening process. So here are several strategies that I've Either learned or come up with along the way in my life to become an active listener. First one, I think that's this one's important. Repeat what the speaker is saying. I have a real problem with remembering people's names, even doing this, but I do it all the time. When I meet someone and say that person's name is Jim, I'll say, Hi Jim, nice to meet you. When I'm talking to them, I'll say, Jim, that's a very interesting thought. At the end, I'll say, Nice nice talk Jim hope to see you again the more i can repeat it and internalize it the better it is and that's on anything that they may be talking about especially a concept that you may not understand or learn so that's the first thing i would say second ask questions and clarifications be actively involved so that there's something that they're saying you have something if you don't understand it say i don't quite understand that can you give me an example of it examples help you for sure examples because then it clarifies it in your head if you can visualize it. Third one I would do, no one to keep your mouth shut. I'm not good at that. Speak less than you listen. That's hard. That's very hard. But you've got to do that. The more you listen, by the way, the more you listen to someone and let them talk, let's say it's an interviewer somewhere, then the more they're going to like you because they're hearing themselves talk. It's, it's a something that I, I learned over time. I think it was something... Maybe someone told me or I looked at and started thinking about and it's true. Another one, don't prejudge the speaker. Okay, you may find me annoying in how I communicate my message, but the message is more important than the person who's speaking. And that's a tough one because you may write somebody off at work that you've always written off, and they may come up with something that you really need to know. So try not to prejudge it. Another thing is don't prejudge an idea and tune it out. Usually people turn out an idea right away. First few words somebody says, it may be, you know, hey, you know what? I think it may be a good idea to go, into, go to this restaurant. And right away it's like, oh, I don't like that restaurant. Well, it might come from it. There might be some sort of an idea for another place that's nearby. Or you may change your mind because they may have some information on that restaurant. Another Another thought on active listening. Be careful about planning what you are going to say while the speaker is speaking. Because here's what happens you're thinking and you're trying to figure out what to say, but you're missing everything the speaker is saying. So think about that one. Make sure you do it. The next one is is pretty tough. Separate emotions from logic. You may emotionally not agree with something. A lot of this is in politics, you know, and, and everything, but politics is a perfect example. You may emotionally just. Dislike whatever is being talked about, thought of, or whatever, but they may have a logical conclusion that they're that that, that's, that it's coming to. Keep that in mind. The, the the well, not the last one. A big one is listening to nonverbal communication. What do I mean by listening to nonverbal communication? Think about someone's tone of voice for one. Are they sarcastic? Are they solemn? Are they passionate? right? How are they, you know, they go, yeah, that's great. Or is it, that's great, right? That's a totally different thinking, right? And sometimes you misinterpret it. That's why emails and texts sometimes can be misinterpreted. Facial expression is another one, okay? Are they saying hello with a smile or not? How are they looking? Looking sad? Are they looking happy? Body language, is it open or is it closed? Are they folding their arms and looking at you? A lot of times it means they're not open to talk, to talking. Or are they open? Are they looking? Are they do they use their hands when they're speaking? You learn a lot from that. Another one is emphasis on certain words. You know, ah, I, I'm trying to think of one. You know, yeah, that is really a bad thing. I can say that's really a bad thing. It it, it depends again it depends on what they're saying and how they're saying it eye contact can learn a lot when someone's looking at you right in the eyes when they're not looking at you when they're looking away are they ignoring you are they thinking of other things are they not looking at their their smartphone and they're not understanding and hearing you you've got to make sure that they're hearing you if you're talking to them too same thing on your end are you listening if you're looking at your at your phone at the same time that's not a good thing eye rolling right you know So so there's a lot you can learn, okay, listening via nonverbal communication. And when I just talked about smartphone, the last thing I'd say is, you know, when you're talking to someone and they're talking to, ignore your digital disturbances, you know, ignore a text coming in, ignore ignore a call coming in. You can get it, okay, afterwards. This last strategy is extremely important and very difficult to adhere to now. Everyone carries their smartphone with them and feels an obligation to look at it. When one, any communication comes through it and when they are the slightest bit bored. And that's when I look at. It. I say, they're obviously bored. I'm not. They're not in tune with what I want to talk about or what I'm talking about. I may change the conversation or I may stop to see if they stop, if they heard anything or ask them, did you hear me? Please find a way to ignore your smartphone when you're involved in conversation. If you do this, I guarantee you will not only be a better active listener, but also be more involved with your life. So please listen, be involved in your life, make sure you look look for others listening, listening to you and understand when they're not. This is Kerry Siegel asking you to listen to me and not only take control of your money before it takes control of you, but also take control of your life before it takes control of you.